Hello, y'all, and welcome to Color Chat Insight, a series of special episodes within the Color Talk series podcast, where we invite students from colleges and universities across the country to answer some popular questions about their school. We will cover different aspects of college life, from academic, social, cultural, and the student life on campus. Our student guests will be sharing some personal tips on how to survive college and the different resources and opportunities available on. Campus for future incoming students at their school. Other than the amazing insight that they will share, our guests will also talk about general advice for students who are in the college application process. So make sure to stick around. And now let's begin. Hi everyone, this is me, Trung again, and welcome back to another episode of the College Chat Insight. Today, we are really excited to welcome our special guest for this episode. This incredible person is one of my best friends and is now a rising sophomore at the University of Texas at Austin. She will be joining us today to give us some more insight about her school, UT Austin, and also to talk about what is it like being a student there. As always, don't forget to stick toward the end of the episode to hear more tips and advice if you are applying to college right now or perhaps thinking about becoming a Longhorn in the future. So now let's welcome Diane Nguyen. Hi. Hello, everyone. I am Diane Nguyen. I go to the University of Texas at Austin, the class of 2023 as a business major. Yeah, let's go. Thank you so much for joining us today, Diane. My first question for you is, um, why did you choose UT Austin? Or what made you want to apply to UT and at the end deciding to go? So I think if you live in uh, Texas, UT Austin is that dream school that a lot of mm-hmm. students have and it's one of those schools where your parents like oh go to UT Austin because that's like one of the best schools in the state right so at first I was like no I don't want to go to UT Austin <laughs> and I actually wanted to go out of state and there was a lot of conflict for me during my sophomore junior and senior year because I was exposed to a lot of schools outside of the state and I actually had my eyes on USC and UC Irvine in California because I had family in California. But I think towards the beginning of my junior year, I started to think, well, what do I like in USC and what do I want to like, what do I want for my career? Right. And business became my major. Like I knew that I was going to be in business. And I think everyone, all my friends knew like, oh, Jen's going to major in business. Yep. <laughs> and it was basically this super easy, like intuitive thing for me to just write pros and cons about USC and about Macombs. In the end, I went to go visit uh, USC and there's things that you feel when you visit a college campus. And if you feel like it doesn't fit, it's not going to fit. So mm-hmm. basically because I visited USC, I just felt like the culture there was just not what I was used to. And that made me think, I think I want to go to UT. And I had friends that went to UT or are, they're still at UT. And they just like, I talked to them a lot. And then here I am, a longhorn. Mm-hmm. Yes, hook em horn. Thank you so much for sharing, <laughs> Deanne. And yeah, of course. And also, just to clarify, well, listener, uh, Macomb is the school of business at uh, Austin, right? Yes, yes. Okay, yeah. Okay, daring. So now, just follow up on that question. Uh, lots of people want to know about like, what would you say is your favorite or least favorite things about your school? Oh, oh that's yeah. a lot. <laughs> okay. Um, 
One of the biggest things that I love about the University of Texas is that there is just so much support. Like, Mm -hmm. when you go there, the first thing they tell you is that you're going to find people in a smaller pond. And the big pond is the University of Texas itself, Austin itself. And then your smaller ponds would be those people that you meet and those people that you just come to, like, be friends with. Like, they're your mentors. There's just so much support. And you can literally find that anywhere on campus. You can literally, there's so many, like, groups of people, different groups of people that you can just go to and talk to. And if you have problems about certain things, there's different groups of people that you can go and talk to, right? One of the least favorite things is, I would say, some groups can be very intimidating on campus. Mm -hmm. And there are some things that really have to do with administration where it's like, I don't understand if it's best for the students or if it's best for the school itself. But that, I think that's the same in every college where it's like, are the administration doing their best for the students or are they doing it more for like money wise, you know? Mm-hmm. I, but I think that's yeah. a lot of college are dealing with that. And uh-huh. that's like a dilemma for everyone. Yeah, definitely. And also, like, I feel like UT is also very large, but it's really nice that although UT is like a very large campus with a very large student body, that you are still able to uh, find your group, like smaller group, and being that yeah, like definitely. smaller community in within UT that you can feel that you are belong there. So I think that's really mm-hmm. great. So yeah, for those of you who are like afraid of going to like a big school, don't worry. Like, there's a lot of support network available for you. Oh, I would. Can I mention something? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you know how. Okay, I I think I don't know what year I think it was my junior year. I went to a college fly-in, right? And oh, I remember yeah. like going to the Kenyan Kenyan College uh-huh. that's in like Ohio, and I oh, was yeah. like, I fell in love. Like I love Kenyan. Like even though I don't go to that school, I love Kenyan mm-hmm. still just because of how like beautiful it is, how yep. like just amazing my experience there was. Mm-hmm. They have this thing where they have like little like um they're like houses, but like you basically live with like many people mm-hmm. like you share a house and it, it's very like I don't know I think I thought it was very warming and then like you walk to camp you not walk to campus but your campus is basically where you live because it's mm-hmm. literally like about a stretch like it's like a like a stretch oh. of like I don't know a couple miles and that's all of campus so that's where you live and then where you hang out and then where you just are around with mm-hmm. everyone but like so I thought completely that was really different from UT right the opposite yeah, of UT. like the opposite of a city like a city school right but it was amazing and I feel like people shouldn't be scared to go like to go on those fly-ins or to go visit schools because you might want a more um, secluded like area to study like Ahsoka or you might want to study somewhere like UT or or USC because USC is also like in downtown LA. Yeah, definitely. I would second all of that. And I'm like a, also a big advocate for like going to fly in because like it's free, right? You go mm-hmm. for free. And I don't think you will have that many opportunity anymore after high school. No one going to pay for you like airplane ticket to go travel to a school. Basically like a mini vacation during the school year. And yeah. that's just really nice. And you uh, get excused. Like they yep. gave you a paper for it. Like that's so like, that was amazing. Uh-huh. So like there's no reason to not do it. So make sure to take advantage of the opportunities and look out for those. Definitely. So now since we're talking about that, let's move on to academic. So will you say the academic environment at UT Austin is more like collaborative or more competitive? What would you say? Or like a mix of both? I really believe that it really depends on who you surround yourself around and also what school you're in. Like I know everyone says that the 
Macomb School of Business is really competitive and like everyone are like they're, they're snakes because they're so competitive and stuff like that. That's not particularly true because there are very competitive people in business, but there are people who just want to work together and like achieve a goal, right? Because UT is so like big, whatever academic environment you kind of want to put yourself into, you just kind of surround yourself with those people. Like I've never felt like scared because of the the like high competitive like environment that McCombs has because I never felt that it was competitive at all like for me like in my mentality is I go to school to do my best right and my best is not like everyone else's best right so like I don't believe in like me being competitive with other people it's just mostly me being competitive with myself and like collaboratively um you have a lot of chance to collaborate with people and, but it's always an option because I think college professors do understand that uh, different students thrive in like different academic environments. So they don't really pit you against one another unless like it's something you be- they believe that would help you. But it's not necessarily like black or white thing. It's very gray. There's a lot of gray area in that sense. Yeah, definitely. I think at the end of the day, it just comes down to like mindset and like you just need to focus on yourself or then comparing yourself to other people. And definitely I can get, um, it's also like you are the one who determine what kind of environment or the field that you're going to get in college. Mm-hmm. So like if you want to surround yourself with like a group of friends who are very competitive, then of course it's going to be competitive. But if you chose to surround yourself with more like chiller people and more collaborative, then you will get that like feel for college. So definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, so now let's speaking about like classes. Uh, what would you say is your favorite class that you had taken at UT? I know you only just finished your freshman year, but if there's any classes really stand out, like the best class that you really happy that you took it, uh, can you share with us? Okay. So this is basically the class that pretty much determined my major, okay? Um, So important. Yeah, I know. So during UT um, orientation, right, last summer, I had to talk with my advisor. And basically, he was like, oh, you can either take this hard class called MIS, which is Management Information Systems. Uh, You can either take it with the hardest professor or you can take it later on with an easier professor. And me being, I don't know me right yeah i was like huh, i want to take it with the harder professor because i feel like mm-hmm. if he could teach me well and i can learn mm-hmm. i'd rather take it with him rather than just taking a throwaway class right mm-hmm. i go into the class this is the hardest class <laughs> i have ever taken work-wise like there was so much work and so much content like the amount of content that you had to go through within like a week like weeks work because yeah i had class like two days like his class two days a week but we went over like so much content and before each class you have to do like a quiz right so you have to read for your quiz and you have to do this plus all the other homework that you have to do oh god (laughs) and then like i used to hate the idea of coding like i was like i don't want to sit in front of a computer and code for hours okay that was not me however because of mis i was like okay maybe i do like coding because i i thought it was like just so easy intuitively like not easy in a sense that I would do amazing at it, but easy as in like I was able to sit down and like just focus and just do my work. And I actually did pretty well in that class, even though the class was so hard and like the quiz, like the exams were rough. I still managed to get like a B plus. So like that for me, oh, like good. even though I used to hate getting Bs, but like <laughs> I was so proud of myself. It's a college like, B. <laughs> right? I was so happy. Yeah, that was like my favorite class. But oh, I also had another favorite class even though it doesn't Mm -hmm. have to do with my major yeah it was basically a class about 
mythology. It's like an elective. Yeah, it's like an elective. But mm-hmm. uh, UT has this thing where it's called cultural flag, like these flags. Oh, like, okay. Yeah, so there's yeah. cultural flags and the global. I think we also have like something that. similar at Harvard for like general education, for yeah, like aesthetic yeah. and culture and like civic and ethic. Yeah, mm-hmm. those flags. Yeah, yeah, we have those too. So basically, I wanted to get some of my flags out of the way, and I had a couple of hours to take. So I took a web-based class, which is online through Canvas, and it was so good. Like I just basically watch lectures about something that I was really interested in and I took the exams they were so easy like that it was just it was just a good like no-brainer for me because I love mythology so much already right uh-huh yeah, yeah that sounds very interesting um there's also a thing at Harvard I think like a whole department about like mythologies and folklore mm-hmm. definitely they have a lot of interesting class right there for like Greek mythology uh yeah I'll probably try to take some class, um, but that's really nice. So you have like one class who is like much chiller and the other yeah. one is so intense. And speaking of coding, I really agree. It's like um, a skill that I think like anyone would want to have that skill. Uh, you don't yeah. have to go into like computer science or engineering or business to know coding, right? And the good yeah. thing about coding is that there's so many different languages. Like, oh, yeah. we're not telling you to go out there and, like, learn C++ or C, like, C++ or C Sharp. Like, we're, we're not telling you to go, like, dive deep into it. I was learning SQL and Python, which are, like, I would say one of the easier things to learn, but most of them, it has to relate with databases, and that's for business, so... Like, I, I thought that was interesting, so. Hmm. Yeah, uh, that's, like, one of the to-do lists that I need to do. Like, get, like, an introduction to coding. Uh-huh. Um, not, like, too in-depth, but just know some basic language. That would be really mm-hmm. useful. Because, like, coding is their own language, too. It's not, like, just you yeah. need to learn, like, actual language, but coding would be really useful. Okay, so now let's move on from academic and talk more about, like, campus life. So what does it mean to be a student outside of the classrooms? So what kind of activities are you involved in on campus? The things that I got involved in in my freshman year actually helped me find my own community mm-hmm. at UT. Because at first, I got there and I was like, there's a lot of people here, a lot of different people here. And I'm yep. just like, how do, I, how do I get to know them, right? Mm-hmm. So my first week, I was like, okay. I'm going to push myself and go to a couple of these org meetings, like organization meetings, right? Yeah. And I also had a friend who was already in one of these like bigger orgs that's that's more like culture-based. And it was called TASA, which is the Taiwanese American Student Association. And I fudging love TASA like so much. Like I got there and I just became family with so many people. I got to meet so many amazing people. And that really helped me because I was in a place where it was like, I'm, I feel like I'm kind of introverted, but not really at sometimes. But TASA really brought like this new experience out for me. And I got to like, I got to go to my first party, I guess. It wasn't really a party, but it was, it was like a murder mystery thing. And it's like, it's one of those things that I thought nobody would ever want to do, but we actually did it. And I was like, yeah, this is the people that I want to surround myself with. And then the other thing that I was a huge part of was mm-hmm. dancing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a part of KBEAT at UT, which is this uh, Korean uh, cover dance group. And I, I'm just so happy that one of the people in TASA was like, hey, come to a KBEAT workshop. And I was like, okay. And then I went. And then like when they had auditions for fall and spring sets, I auditioned, even though I was 
really, really struggling with work, I was like, no, I, I want to do this. Like, uh-huh. it's dancing. It's passion, I love right? dancing. Because you did dancing during high school too. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I did I did dancing and choreographing during high school, even though it wasn't as like professional. I was such an amateur, mm-hmm. but it was so much fun. <laughs> no, and you I, were I so just, good. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But yeah, I think that's really nice that um, you were able to find that community there and also continue to pursue like your passion for dancing from like high school to college. So you were able to still do that with like the amount of work being a business major. Uh, so that's really impressive. Um, so now I'm really curious to know, uh, to want to know more about your experience with the dorm. Like what does it like living on campus um and also another popular question about the food at uh ut so both like dining hall food and also the food around the area okay um let's start with the dorms my experience in the dorms was not bad i think people chopped it off to being really bad mainly because of how their rooms were laid out and like how like sometimes the showers weren't hot but i think ut worked on their plumbing system very hard because of those complaints so we had Mm -hmm. hot water but sometimes it was like too hot right okay (laughs) and then the other thing is like i felt like my dorm experience wasn't too bad except for some of the people um that's gonna be probably one of your biggest like annoyance is that the people aren't respectful of you and your time because sometimes they can be very loud in the hallways or they can smoke substances that kind of spread and really like ruin your room or your yeah. experience and i yeah. mean like those things you cannot really control it's something that just come with college being independent and living together yeah, yeah that really like we tried talking to the ras and the ras did send out like newsletters saying like hey if we catch you you're gonna like you know get in big trouble but it's like they still did it which how i handled that was i just kind of left the dorms for longer like i would stay in the library it's like 4 a.m and then oh, come yeah. home to sleep yeah that yeah. not a good not a good plan but like <laughs> the that's 4 a.m is not good but i like the library part <laughs> yeah 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 exactly <laughs> um then with the food so ut changed into this uh unlimited plan where you just kind of mm. swipe and you can just go in and eat you know Oh, that's nice. We also have that unlimited swipe. So that means like if you eat dinner and then you forgot to eat ice cream when you left, you can come back and swipe. and get Yeah, and it's just a swipe and it's super yeah. easy. It's your um, housing plan. So yeah, it's, it's paid for. Mm-hmm. It's really easy because the, the food is there whenever you need it. The only problem for me was that I wasn't used to the food. So I would often like either eat out or eat in my dorm which is ramen and that's not good either <laughs> yeah i mean college life had to pair with ramen <laughs> yeah but ramen is good so i, I didn't mind yeah. that part the food outside of campus though mm-hmm. a little expensive but that's because i live in austin that's downtown yeah. austin for you it's and just like a little tourists, expensive right? yeah tourists and co- like a college area that's that's gonna oh, yeah. be the same it's always expensive mm-hmm. but it's fine. Makes sense. it's fine yeah mm-hmm Great. And um, okay, so that's really great to know there are options outside of like dining hall food that you can choose. And what you say, are there like diversity within the food, uh, the dining hall food? Um, um, they try to. Yeah. I know they try to have like a lot of Greek, um, Indian, uh, Latin Asian. foods. They had Brazil. Yeah, they had Asian and Brazilian foods too uh-huh. sometimes. They also have like different types of soups that, that were like given. And there are also like some like 
everyday like basics like burgers fries and chicken tenders so it's like they try to include everything for everyone and they also had like really good like vegan and vegetarian options which my roommate and i just started like eating at those like options because they were so Uh they tasted way better (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah i mean that's good though yeah um by the way to our listener if you hear some background noise right now it's raining where i am i'm not sure if it's raining on your side Yun. um probably the drain travel from your side to my yeah, side. yeah it was raining uh, pretty badly this morning yeah so i feel like light, yeah again you know? uh, welcome to houston again i feel like every single <laughs> episode i we have to say this line welcome to houston the weather houston is so bipolar but it's okay <laughs> i know okay. kind of missed that uh, from living in boston but yeah okay now let's moving on um so for the social aspect um can you describe to me like a typical day during the week uh what is it like being a ut student a day in the life of a ut student from morning (laughs) when you go to sleep um i would probably choose one of my busier days then yeah um that's That's usually my wednesday yeah my wednesday too oh really oh that's nice. okay because i would okay so my wednesday would start with me waking up at seven and me just like putting on some random clothes, like brushing my teeth really quick. And then I'm out the door because I have class at eight. Oh, and so my class, early. yeah, I know. It's okay. My class, but again, I was super lucky because I'm a business student and I lived at Jester Dorm, which is so close to all the business like stuff because oh, nice. all my classes are like right there, like a block away, right? So I literally just crossed this like, crossed like the big street which is called speedway i just crossed speedway went to the mccombs building and just had class like it was easy for me and then after my first class i would generally have like maybe 30 minutes um for a quick breakfast or something so like sometimes i would run back to my dorm and like grab like a granola bar a water bottle or whatever if i didn't have time to take it in the morning but i would usually head to my next class and just kind of sit outside and wait And then I'd have like a class and my classes tend to be like an hour and a half to sometimes being 45 minutes. Those classes are a little shorter, but um, usually it's like set for an hour, but you have 15 minutes to get to your next class. So it it tends to be 45 minutes. Um, After that, I would have lunch with my roommate usually after our classes. We kind of like made it a set deal that we have to eat together because we weren't eating together very well the first semester. And then after our lunch, we would go to class together because it would be in the same direction. After that class, though, I would head to the gym. Usually, I'd head to the gym after my history class because my friends would also have, like, no classes during that time. So we'd either go to the gym or I'd go back to my dorm or the library to study, right? And then around dinner time, usually that's, like, around the time where I have org meetings because a lot of my org meetings were on Wednesdays. I would go go grab like dinner from like a meal prep place on campus. Like it's literally just like a food truck that you just buy meal preps from. I would grab a meal prep and then I'd run to like my org meeting. I'd eat during the org meeting. Um, Then if I do have dance practice, dance practice afterwards for two hours and then back to studying. So it's not too bad, but it's like, Mm -hmm. it's pretty packed within a day. Yeah. And at what time are you like planning to go to sleep? Like on usually busy day? Bye. Um, the day before, I would try to be in bed by 12. Okay. Um, but usually because I block out my schedule pretty well when I plan it, like when I register for classes, usually if I have a busy day, the next day I would have a light day, right? So let's say like I had started at 8 a.m. on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. 
my Tuesdays, Thursdays would be like probably nine to 10 o'clock. So I would, I would be able to sleep in a little bit longer or mm-hmm. I can have a, I have a head start on my day. Mm, but smart. usually on Thursdays and Fridays, I tend to sleep later than like uh-huh. 12. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then like final week's going to be so much different, right? Oh, like, I don't uh, sleep yeah. on finals week. I don't know who, I don't know anyone who know. sleeps on finals week. Uh, like a reading period before final weeks? Yeah. Um, we call those dead weeks. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, our dead weeks That's, that's interesting. Pretty- I don't think it's an actual week. I think it's just a few days before the exam. Like, let's say, like, it's a Monday, Tuesday, and then the exam starts Wednesday. We don't have, like, a typical dead week. Okay. Nice. But it sounds like you are, like, really good at, like, managing your time. So maybe can you provide some tips, advice, or something to keep in mind of uh, when dealing with, like, time management? Uh Mm -hmm. Okay. I would say a big thing that, I used to do was bullet journaling, right? Mm-hmm. But once I got to UT, I was like, that's out the window. I'm not bullet journaling anymore. Yep. <laughs> that literally, it literally took so much time that I did not have. Yeah, it's so, sad, but it's like reality. Yeah, I know. Like, it's, it's fine. I personally went to Google Calendar, right? Yep. Google Calendar has like a bunch of options where you can add your classes, you can put tasks in. So what I would do is the first, the, like the first week, you get all your syllabis, right? Immediately, I input all my test deadlines, all my like big project deadlines that like I would have to remember ahead of time to like study for. And I would plan out my week as I go by with how much homework I have that week or what I have to do. And then it's so easy because you can like, when you're done with a task, you can take it out. You can like move your task around. If you kind of procrastinate it on one day, you move it to the next day. I did that a lot. Oops. Yeah, it's okay. (laughs) The Google Calendar really saved my life. I even had to block out eating time on my Google Calendar because I was so busy. I needed to do that too. No, please yeah, do. Self-care. Yeah, self-care. Yeah, self-care first. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Thank you for sharing, Yen. And um, mm-hmm. so um, that is like during the week. Uh, how about weekend? So what do you usually do uh, on the weekend for fun? Um, I usually had like a study day in the morning with like one of my friends. Usually it was over like a math thing. Like we would study in the mornings from like maybe nine till 12 and then we'll go grab lunch. And then after grabbing lunch, we'll probably take a walk around campus because that's what like sometimes we just kind of need to be outside. And actually uh, on the weekends, UT is pretty like calm and quiet. Like there's not a lot of people out there. So it's like we usually just kind of, you know, go for a walk, go get lunch outside, and, like, just kind of just, we're just relaxing. It's, I, I don't do anything that big, I'd say. Sometimes mm-hmm. we can be a little bit more crazy and, like, maybe go to, like, a PC bang and, uh. like, am out until 3 a.m., <laughs> but that's not always. Usually it's yeah. more, like, calm, take a walk with friends, have a game night. We had, we had pretty much a few game nights where we just played Jackbox and board games. Um, that's what I did on the weekends. Or sometimes, mm-hmm. like, I had, like, a TASA event where it's, like, mm. probably a party, a mixer, a get-together, stuff like that. Or I had dance practice, but that's usually my weekends. And I, I feel like that's fine. I, I would block out my Saturdays where I just do, like, stuff that I want to do. And then, like, probably Sundays, I'm back in it and I'm doing work again. <laughs> yeah, that's nice, though, to have that weekend, at least, like, some relaxed time. Because I know, mm-hmm. like, the weekday is going to be so hectic already. I think and that's then, really important. Uh-huh. 
And then you are like living in Austin, which is not that far away from Houston. Do you usually go back home during the weekend or? Um, so if I was taking all business classes, business classes don't have class on Friday. So theoretically, I would be able to go home like on Thursday night and then come back Sunday morning. Um, I often did that when I felt homesick, when I missed my mom's cooking or like just mm-hmm. being around yeah. family and being around like my friends. I would just go home for a weekend, but mm-hmm. it wasn't too bad. Um, my first semester, I went home quite more often just because I was so homesick. But then the second semester, I felt better. And I only went home, like, I think, once every month or every other month. But it's pretty easy. There's like, you can like take a bus home because I live, I mean, I live like what, four hours away. Not too bad. Yeah, yeah, that's good to have. And like, of course, um, like homesickness is really hard to like avoid during, especially like the first semester or the first few months of college. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, that is nice that you have those options. Yeah. Okay, so now we are coming toward the end of our podcast where usually we have a section to ask advice questions um, for incoming, either incoming UT uh, students or any student who are applying to college right now. So since you are a rising sophomore who just finished the first semester, no, not first semester. First year. First year. <laughs> first year at uh, UT, although it was like it got ruined by COVID and all of that. But I hope that everything was, yeah. Uh Uh-huh. So how was it like being a first-year student on campus? And also, what advice would you give for incoming Longhorn at your school? Um, I would say that my first year actually was amazing. Like, I got to experience so much. Like, I, I didn't think that I would grow so much as a person when I first left. But then when I came back, everyone's like, yeah, you've definitely changed. Like, you've changed. Your confidence is, like, higher. And you seem to be very happy. And I genuinely was happy. Like, I was like, dang, like, I am feeling good about mm-hmm. myself. My class is hard, but... I feel I feel good. Like I, I had a strong support system. Like I said, I had strong support system in Austin and in Houston. So I never felt alone when I did have some problems. And being on campus just really was amazing because the amount of people you get to talk to and meet is crazy. Like I thought I was an introvert, right? Nope. Turns out I'm an extrovert <laughs> and I talk to everyone. I said hi. The amount of times where I walked down Speedway, which is like that long road that goes uh-huh. through campus, like I said hi to so many people. Like, my roommate got annoyed. She was like, girl, you literally stop every few minutes to hug somebody. And I'm like, yeah, yep, that's me. Yeah. But um, advice for incoming students, I think a big thing is don't be scared to ask questions. Like, I know you're going to be nervous about, like, registering or, like, just nervous about, oh, what if I miss food? What if I miss um, my home? Like, you're going to be fine. Like, you can come you go you can go visit home a lot and especially with um how our year is gonna be uh fall 2020 you're gonna have a lot of time to go back home and you know be at home or if you are home and you're taking classes at ut right now don't be scared to ask questions don't be scared to email your professors don't be scared to go to office hours like that was a big thing nobody went to office hours and i went to office hours for a web-based class and she was like wow i didn't expect anyone to come and i was like well i had questions and i had a lot of questions about like content wise or i just wanted to talk like they are so nice they're so nice and they're so willing to help you and like you hear that a lot and you're scared because i was scared but just go. Like, I would say you get so much more advice from your professors and you get to know them as human beings 
outside of like your class. And then after that, you're gonna love your class. Like if you talk to your professors and get to know them, you're gonna start enjoying class more. And enjoying class more means you're just gonna pay more attention to that class and hopefully you'll get that A. <laughs> yes, definitely. I always encourage people to go to office hours because um the like most likely you'll be probably the only one who are there. But that mm-hmm. means that you exactly. can take the most advantage out of that. Because not only for like asking questions, but also for like networking and like get to know your professor, right? Mm-hmm. So that's really great. Yeah, everything the end said. I couldn't say it any better. <laughs> well, thank you so for your advice. And last question is that what are some things you wish you knew or did before going into college? So now just like reflecting back, is there anything you would change or like anything you wish uh, you knew before going to UT or did before you want to go? I think a big thing was maybe understanding the course catalog more, like understanding what classes I have to take for what particular major or what classes I have mm-hmm. to take that are kind of core requirements for your major. Like I didn't yeah. think that calculus one and two would be required for me because I don't know. I just didn't expect to do more calculus, okay? Or do calculus at all, aside from, like, the small pre-calc that I was, like, exposed to. But no, I am kind of, like, regretting that I didn't figure that out sooner so that I could have taken, like, calculus during um, during winter. Or, like, maybe I just, like, in my head, I didn't think that it was, it was so important. But guess what? Your girl is taking Calc 1 and Calc 2 right now. Or Calc 1 right now and then Calc 2 in fall semester but that's okay you got this i also yeah. have to take math it's okay it's math we got this yeah but there's a good thing though there's a lot of leeway mm. you may not think like you may think your life is over and like you're just gonna fail college no there is a lot of leeway as long as you are communicating with your advisors as long as you're asking for help as long as you're you know if you need to make backup plans make backup plans but there should be plans made and there should be understanding that you're gonna be okay like i was talking to an incoming freshman for uc riverside and she was talking to me about how like oh she didn't do well in this english class and now she has to take this other class and what if she's behind on work i told her you're gonna be fine the first step is asking for help. So we, I sat down and I helped her write an email for her academic advisor. Even though she was kind of late past the deadline, it's fine. As long as you reach out and you try to ask for help, you're going to be okay. And then talking to them gives you more information on what your next step should be so that you don't theoretically fall behind, you know? So there's that. Just I just wish that I knew to just be communicating with my advisor and like, asking for help when I needed help. Yeah, definitely. Thank you for sharing the end. And of course, like communication is always key. Like help mm-hmm. is always there. You just need to go find it. I think that's the thing about college, like resources, opportunity and help is always there for you. It's just up yeah. to us to go and find them and like take that initiative to like ask for help. So don't be afraid to ask for help. Also, it's like you paid for that, you know, oh, yeah. you're all that tuition that you're paying for. Technically, they should be helping mm-hmm. you. <laughs> like you I pay know, right? so much tuition. Like that's like all those resources that you're going that you need to utilize them. Um, that's like the big thing. Like business tuition at UT is like 6K or whatever per semester. And it's like higher than every other college. But it's also like the business school has a lot of resources. Like they have like your mental health center and stuff like that like just 
go utilize those resources. Yep, they are there for you, so use them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, great. And I think that is the end of this episode. Uh, thank you so much, Dian, for joining no us today problem. and sharing so many great advice and a great word of wisdom to our incoming uh, freshmen at UT, but also students who are going through the process right now. It's just not like the end. I would call you are going to be okay. Yeah, um, yeah, thank you so much, Dian, for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. I hope that you guys are able to understand more and, I don't know, take whatever information you can. And I am so proud of you, Trung, for making oh, this. And I'm so excited you, to help and hopefully be on more episodes. Yes. So <laughs> look forward more to more episodes featuring Dian Nguyen. Okay, so um, it's raining so hard right now. Yeah, it's raining really hard for me, too. But yeah, okay. Um, thank you, everyone, and see y'all in our future episode. Bye, the end. Bye. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast to stay updated when new episodes are released. If you were able to take something useful away from this episode, we would really appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or you can just simply share the podcast with your friend. That would help us out a lot in reaching a greater audience. If you are an incoming or current college student wishing to represent your school and share your story to us, make sure to visit our Instagram page at Talk Series for more information about how you can join us. Our goal here is to highlight everyone's unique college story and experiences, so we would really love to have you with us. And finally, don't forget to always try your best, have fun, and see you in our next episode.